Welcome back to Word Wednesday. I'm your host, Corey Lovejoy. Uh, I'm recording a bunch of these in one day because they're super, super short. Um, and the last piece I read from was 100 Years of Solitude. Oh, and it put me in the mood for love, which is a fantastic movie if you've never seen it. So today for Word Wednesday, I'm going to read from a book called, I'm going to read a series of poems from a book called The Ink Dark Moon, Love Poems by Ono no Komachi and Izumi Shikibu, Women of the Ancient Court of Japan. Translated by Jane Hirschfield and Mariko Aratani. Uh, I went to Japan like in the early 2000s. Uh, it was like a group trip. So I was kind of by myself even though I was with a group of people. And this was one of the books that our guide re- uh, recommended that we get to read beforehand if we wanted. So as I was looking through these poems... I was like, oh, these poems are kind of saucy and sexy. I love poems. So I'm excited to kind of share them. Uh, But first, I just wanted to read the first page of the introduction of the book because it explains uh, who the two poets are, who I will be reading their work today. So this is the introduction of The Ink Dark Moon, Love Poems by Ono no Komachi and Izumi Shikibu. Women of the Ancient Court of Japan. Read by me, Corey Lovejoy. Introduction. The two poets whose work is collected in the Ink Dark Moon are central figures in the only golden age in literary history in which women writers were the predominant geniuses. Japan's Heian era, which lasted from 794 to 1185. Ono no Komachi, 8342 unknown served at the imperial court in the capital city of Heianko, presented present day Kyoto. During the first half century of its existence, her poetry, deeply subject, subjective, passionate, and complex, helped to usher in a poetic age of personal expressiveness, technical excellence, and philosophical and emotional depth. Izumi Shikibu. 974 to 1034 wrote during the time of the court culture's greatest flowering a woman committed to a life of both religious consciousness and erotic intensity shikibu explored her experience in language that is precise in observation intimate lyrical and deeply moving these two women the first a pivotal figure who became legendary in japanese literature history The second, Japan's major woman poet, illuminated certain areas of human experience with a beauty, truthfulness, and compression unsurpassed in the literature of any other age. As do the words of Sappho, Catalyst, and Dickinson, in whose company they belong, their brief poems serve as small but utterly clear windows into those concerns of heart and mind that persist unchanged from culture to culture and from millennium to millennium. So that's just part of the introduction from the book, The Ink Dark Moon. I'm going to read a few of the poems, um, and they're really short. So I think what I'll do is I'll like read the poem and then say which poetess. Yeah, wrote it. All right. Oh, fun. I didn't even realize I was reading the poems of other poetesses in this uh, episode. Cool. 
So first poem is by Onono Komachi. Though I go to him constantly on the paths of dream, never resting my feet in the real world, it doesn't equal a single glance. Here's another poem by her. Night deepens with the sound of a calling deer and I hear my own one-sided love. These next two poems are by Izumi Shikibu. It says this in italic script above the poem. Sent when returning a purple robe that a certain person had left behind. Don't blush. People will guess that we slept beneath the folds of this purple root rubbed cloth. Here's another poem by Izumi Shikibu. In italics above the poem. In October, a man came and then left. How easily leaving my house, he cuts through the embroidered fabric of the fall leaves. Here's another poem by Izumi. To a man who used to visit secretly, but asked to come now in daylight. There are many strange and lovely, lovely things that swim in the midnight tide pools. I think I do not want to share them with other divers, eyes by day. Last poem is by Ono no Komachi. This pine tree by the rock must have its memories too. After a thousand years, see how its branches lean towards the ground. All right, I hope you joy have enjoyed our super saucy episode of Word Wednesday. And maybe these poems by these women from 800 uh, AD will bring some spice into your life. I'll see you on the next Word Wednesday. Keep it lit. <laughs>